G'day guys, are you missing out on your favourite show because it's not available in your region? Or are you trying to keep your private time? Let's say private. Well, let me introduce you to NordVPN. Now, we all love to binge or maybe even barbecue alone, but your privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted so you don't have to worry about your IP or location getting out. A huge thing for me is the region-locked content feature, and NordVPN is a game-changer. So a little story. When I went over to America last year, I activated a library of extra shows and movies on the streaming platforms when I logged in over there. I started watching this high school football show called All American. Highly recommend it and smashed three seasons of it. But when I arrived back, guess what? It disappeared. But this was an easy fix. I used my NordVPN to switch my IP address, and from there, all the access was back, baby, and I never missed an episode and smashed out the remaining two seasons. So go ahead, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash talkingleague. You're going to get a huge discount off the NordVPN plan. Plus, guess what? They're throwing in a four extra months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So head over to nordvpn.com slash talkingleague, get protected, and get all that extra viewing today. Hello and welcome back to Trending Trades for Round 26. My name is Jake and I'll be taking you through some short, sharp analysis for the top five players traded in this round. Rolly's not with me tonight, so it'll just be myself. So we'll jump straight into it. Payne Haas is first on the list. He's being traded in by 0.59% of coaches, 847k, average of 65 and a B of 69. So I think uh, Payne Haas, I think he's a great trade for any red dot mids you have. So Cam Murray is probably the most popular on the list this week, given he's pretty pricey on the buy, a lot of head-to-head finals, a lot of players are looking to trade him out, and I think Payne Haas is probably going to be the best option here. So Payne, he's the highest averaging player in his position, with only two players sort of close to him is Hopgood. Um, he's on the buy next week, and also Yo, who's pretty high chance of being rested, especially we saw Dylan Edwards getting a rest this week, so I can expect Yo to probably pretty high chance of getting that rest and be out for next week. So given this, I think Haas is someone you probably shouldn't be anti-putting um, for those last two rounds. So if you need a mid, just get him in and you won't fall back in the ranks and it'll cancel out him in any of the head-to-head games that you might have coming up. And with Adam and uh, Adam Reynolds out this week for the Broncos, I six, uh, suspect the score is probably going to be a bit closer than what everyone thinks. I still think the Broncos are going to win, but it may just be a little bit closer and Payton Haas is probably going to have to play a few more minutes than normal, maybe the 60-plus minute performance. So... Expect him to score really well this week. Um, Raiders do like to play through the middle as well, so a lot of tackles and workload for Payne Haas coming up this week. Second on the list here, we got Reese Walsh. He's being traded in by 0.51% of coaches, 585k, average of 47, and a B of 37. Now, I think Reese, he's he's a pretty good trade-in um, for your winger fullback, so there's a lot on the um, either buy or injured this week. So we've got Garrick, Luttrell, Tedesco, a few others in that sort of high um, price range that coaches are looking to trade out. Personally, I don't think uh, Walsh is the best option. Um, my top three winger fullbacks I would probably have at the moment if I'm do- I was doing a power, power rank would probably be Mazu, Ponga, and Drinkwater, especially with the Knights doing really, really well. Drinkwater is still there, up there as well in average, and Cowboys going to really need to play well to make the final. So I think Drinkwater is in for a few good scores as well. Um, however, all those guys are pretty expensive. So if you're looking for um, someone a little bit cheaper, um, so if you don't have the money for any of those three 
I think uh, Reese Walsh is still a pretty good option there at number four. Um, the only sort of guys around him, you know, Dylan Edwards, he's um, out this week, so you can't pick him up. Isarco is probably the only other one around that average range. And, yeah, not really too many options in that lower sort of price range, around that 550, 600 sort of range. Um, he does have a three-round average of 45 and a five-round ad- average of 38, so not too great. Um, he probably hasn't been his best since... Uh, backing up from Origin, we see that with a lot of rookies have a really good Origin series, um, and they just they sort of just fiddle, fuzzle out towards the end of the season. But I think Reese Walsh is you know his his bad runs pretty much been down, so I think he can probably get back up close to that forty to fifty um, average for the rest of the for the remaining two games. So I think he's a great option, but go one of those bigger options if you do have the money. So third on this list, we got Joseph Mano. He's being traded in by zero point. 43% of coaches, 637K, average of 48, and a BE of 45. This is probably won't be too, too relevant for many coaches, given he's, he's owned by 90% of the top 5,000 already. So there's a pretty high chance you already own him. But if you don't own Joey Manu, I think he's very similar boat to Payne Haas. He's the second highest average player in his position. The only player in his position that's beating him on average at the moment is Dane Gagai, who's playing Unreal as well. So it's definitely a smart decision to jump on Joe Manu and do not anti-pot him. Um, especially this week, he has been moved to fullback with Teddy out. So um, we've seen this year and in plenty of seasons before, he does average a lot better at fullback than he, what he does at center. So just for example, this year, three games with an average of 65 compared to his 10 games at center where he averages 44. And we can see this trend a lot throughout the years. So definitely a really good time to jump on Joni Manu um, if you don't have a center or a winger fullback this week. So I think Ruben Garrick's a really good trading out target for Joseph Manu here. So, And you, you might even be able to trade. If, you, if you're in a luxury position, you could even trade out someone like a Will Penasina who's on the buy next week. If you've got a, one or two more trades left. I do think Joe Mon is really a really good option this week, and you do not want your opponent to have him in head to head, and you not to have him. So, really good option, Joe Manu. Jump on him. Do not any bottom. Uh, next on the list, very similar boat here. Harry Grant, zero point three percent of coaches trading him in seven hundred thirty k, average of fifty eight, B of fifty seven. So another player in that really high ownership. He's owned by 95% of the top 5,000. So I'm going to say pretty much the exact same here, thing here as I did with Haas and Manu. Um, another guy you should not be any putting. Um, he's averaging 10 points better than the second position um, in the hooker position, and that's Reese Robson. So hooker's just been an absolute you know, wasteland this year um, for good options, and Harry Grant's your best option. Even in his bad games, he's still going to get your 40 or 50. So just jump on Harry Grant. You cancel them out in your head-to-heads, and you won't fall back in ranks. Um, there is a lot of um, spicy sort of options you could go, like your Chorus Owls, um, your Lock and Croakers, guys like this. But to be to be honest, I think for me, I think I can still see Harry Grant um, backing up and probably outscoring them. So I think good. He's, he's a good trade-out. Damien Cook's probably on the trade-out target here. Um so if you have Damien Cook, I think it's definitely a great trade. Um, if you've got hooker cover, maybe you want to hold him to, onto him, but Harry Grant's definitely a great shout. Um, and as, as we previously said on the pod too, Storm is still in the fight for that top four, so I don't think Bellamy is going to rest uh, many of his players before the finals hit. They really need to make that top four to be in a good chance to win the finals. And also with Pappy, maybe on his way back, it's a really good chance for him um, to get that combo going before finals. The big four there of the Storm, Munster, Hughes, Grant, and Pappy. So they'll definitely want at least one or two games together 
um, before playing finals. So I can't see Harry Grant getting a rest. Last on the list this week, we got Greg Marzu. 0.29% of coaches are trading him in. 682K, average of 54 and a B of 38. And I think Greg Marzu, I think is a great trade for any um, red dot winger fullbacks, such as, as we previously said, Garrick, Latrell, and Tedesco. I think he's the best option. Um, purely just based on the form, his own form, and the Knights' form at the moment, they're just going absolutely unreal at the moment. Scoring tries are fun, and he's getting pretty much very involved. Averaging eight tackle breaks this year per game and 200 run meters, it just gives him such a high floor for a winger fullback. Um, even a lot of the fullbacks in the NRL at the moment, they're just not getting those sort of numbers. So really, really good option at winger fullback. He's averaging one try per game this season as well. And I do not expect this to stop anytime soon. And somehow he's still a pot option. So he's only owned by 3.8% of coaches. And given he's a, uh, the highest average in green dot at the moment, who's... Um, in the winger fullback position, it's pretty much a low-risk, high-reward if you're training him in. So um, even if he has a bad score, he's still going to score somewhere similar to one of those other winger fullbacks. So really great Greg, uh, option for Greg Mazu. I've been on the train, uh, unfortunately, since the uh, he missed the bus, but ever since then, he's been great. So definitely do recommend picking up Greg Mazu this week. As uh, for myself this week, I'm in a trades, so I won't be trading. But fortunately, I have dodged pretty much all the carnage this week, um, apart from just the one in Dylan Edwards. I'm going to be using Nick Kotrick to cover him. So hoping for another 1,000-point score this week and no injuries so I can scrape through next week. Well, that wraps up trending trades for round 26. Make sure to keep an eye out for the other Talking League content this round. I'll be jumping on the live Q&A with Robbo and Rich on Thursday night to answer any last-minute questions. And as always, have a great, great weekend and enjoy the footy.